Hello, and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral podcast. This is the sermon from our past Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. We hope these words will really speak to your heart and mind. May the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Aren't you pleased to be seated? Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Anything about these words that strike you as just a little odd? Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. A hint. Any idea who or what Joel is preaching to this morning? Well, this morning the prophet addresses his words to the dirt. Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Now, you may be wondering, why on earth would the... uh, Uh, Joel be speaking God's words of reassurance and promise to dirt. Well, a quick comment about what was going on at the time of Joel's preaching. Seems that there was this vast invasion of locusts that had swarmed both the crops and the people's homes. Folk living in Judah are desperate because the produce of the land on which they rely has been laid waste. Joel tells us the fields are devastated, the ground mourns, for the wheat and the barley are destroyed, the wine dries up, the olive oil fails. The vine withers, the fig tree droops, pomegranate, palm and apple, all the trees of the field are dried up. Temple sacrifices have ground to a halt because the people have nothing to offer. It's a scene of utter barrenness. Not surprisingly then, Joel reports that joy withers away among the people. Now for Joel, what is happening represents God's calling the people of, Yahweh, calling the people of Judah to account. So Joel bids them. He bids them to turn back to Yahweh, to throw themselves upon Yahweh's compassion and forgiveness. Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and relents from punishing. Now, Joel doesn't give us details of how exactly the people respond to his words, only it must have been favorable because Joel now reassures the dirt of God's promise. Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. And Joel doesn't stop at simply preaching God's good news to the soil of the ground. 
He then turns to the livestock, those that are stomping around on the earth. Do not fear, you animals of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness are green. God's word of healing and restoration is for the animals on the earth as well. And John's not finished there. He then preaches words of promise to the vegetation. The tree bears its fruit, the fig tree and the vine give their full yield. And so it's only after preaching to the dirt and preaching to the animals and preaching to the trees that Joel then turns to the people of God. And to the people of God, he extends God's message of good news. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The coming of the fall rains will bring you new crops, Joel promises the people, which will more than make up for those devoured by the locusts. The people of God are going to know plenty once again. The locusts may have been a symbol for God's judgment. The autumn rains represent God's mercy. These new crops are a fulfilling of God's promise to heal and reconcile God's people. My people shall never again be put to shame, Joel tells them. Not once, but twice. My people shall never again be put to shame. And of course, the reason that Joel is so confident is because Yahweh, the living God, is in the midst of the people. So this morning, Joel first preaches this good news not to the people, but to the dirt, and then to the animals, and then to the trees. Does it surprise you that God addresses the same message to the ground beneath our feet and to our feathered and four-footed friends as well? God does this because God loves, cares for, and provides for every dimension of God's exquisite creation. So on this Harvest Thanksgiving celebration, even as we too feel deep distress over the impact of changing climate patterns, we need to hear, we need to hear again God's covenant with us. A covenant that extends to all of the earth. God loves all of creation. And God's plan is to heal and to restore all that God has so lovingly made. God's desire is that everything, you and me, and all created things within God's world both thrive and flourish. 
And so Joel reminds us this morning that God's love for us as human beings is no different from God's love for the earth and for all creatures, insects and birds and animals, all of whom are dependent upon the earth for their survival. God's word to us this morning, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear is as much for the dirt and the flora and fauna as it is for us. And please remember that when God speaks to us, things happen. Way back when God spoke and dirt came into being. God spoke, and our first ancestor, Adam, sprang to life out of that same dirt. That God speaks to us and to all of God's good creation is great news for us. It's a sign of God's incredible love for us, a love that both creates and a love that heals and restores and makes whole again. So when we find ourselves in this time of great environmental distress, when we see our joy wither away in many parts of the world because the grain and the wine and the olive oil have failed, please remember that God is a God who still speaks. A God who speaks to all of God's good creation. A God who still speaks words that comfort and strengthen us. Do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear. How do we respond to God's words to us? Respond to this amazing God who has blessed us and all of creation with not only all that we need to survive, but all that we need to thrive on this exquisite planet that we're privileged to call home. Well, as we look at the produce of the land which adorns our worship space this morning, and we're reminded yet again of our another abundant harvest in southern Ontario, may we begin this morning simply by saying thank you by giving thanks for our blessedness? Can we express our heartfelt gratitude for God's provision of all good things to grace and sustain our lives? The bread and wine that we're soon to share also come from the dirt that God through Joel speaks to us, speaks this morning. So even our thanks for God's extraordinary gift of salvation is sourced in the goodness of God's creation. And may the spirit of gratitude not only infuse our worship this morning, not only infuse our celebrations across this weekend, may it be something that begins to permeate every moment of our lives. Imagine living from a place of sheer gratitude.
Thank you, Dale. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Christ Church Cathedral. Our original theme and audio engineering are done by Eduardo Farias. For more information, go to cathedralhamilton.ca. We hope you would join us again soon. Have a blessed day.